Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Ow! Welcome back in to Cerrito Live. It is now time for the critically acclaimed wrestling segment with Kevin Cerrito and Dustin Starr. But before we get to them, we have to announce the winner of Hang Up and Listen. Drew, who won Hang Up and Listen? The winner of Hang Up and Listen is Ronnie. Ronnie, call me back. Ronnie, congratulations, man. Give Drew a call back so we can get you set up with that fantastic prize. Well, now I'll turn the show over to... The show's host, Kevin Cerrito and Dustin Five Star. What's going on, fellas? Greetings. Hey, Cerrito. What's up? What's going on, man? What's up? Do it like the Dudleys. What's that? No. No? That's (laughs) 290s, I guess? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. They want to get rid of the tables, but they don't want to get rid of that. I don't understand. (laughs) But they did get rid of it, but that would be my first priority. Before the tables, get rid of the what's up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright, so hey, I thought we were, uh, well, let's get in some plugs first, real quick. Yeah, a lot if, going on, man. A ton. There's a lot going on with you. Yeah, there is a lot going on because tonight I am hitting the road. I will be in Amory, Mississippi. Um, it's about an hour and a half away, so anybody looking for a short road trip to see some great wrestling, that is the place to be. It's at the uh, the community center in Amory, Mississippi. And this is the same show where on April 30th, former TNA world champion, I hate to say former because I want a shot at the title, but he will be there on April 30th. So tonight, you know, there's going to be a few shenanigans, Kevin. Well, yeah, there always is. Yes, me and Maria are going to lay out a five-star challenge. And that's all I can say. So we'll have a big announcement. Um, also, coming up on June 11th, I know we're a little bit ways away, and we talked about it last week, Kevin, but it is official. It's official. Five Star and Maria are going one-on-one with Nick Aldis for the Global like Force Championship. No, it's one-on-one. I'll be in the ring. Maria, she just... You know, she doesn't get involved. Don't and look at me like that. Right. People. Don't we, look at me like your that, wrestling CJ. matches, uh, Dustin. But it's official. We have a Global Force Heavyweight Championship match on June 11th, benefiting St. Jude. So what a great cause. Uh, there's going to be Mickey James, former WWE and TNA Women's Champion. She'll be there as well. Um, and that's out in Bahalia, Mississippi. And we had a lot of stuff going on in Memphis, too. We're here in Memphis with Marvel Elite Wrestling. That's on the... Let's see, we've got the 22nd, it's a Friday, the 29th is a Friday, and then May 1st on Sunday, we're back at Lucha. So all that is on Facebook, um, and of course, Ala Capri's coming up. Man, it is it is so busy. It is so busy in wrestling. It is, and don't forget about the, the I, trivia king of the ring. I haven't forgotten the coronation of a new king. Well, some people, people are worried that you might forget because you didn't show up at the last <laughs> So, uh, sure I promise, I promise I will be there with my team and we will win. That's a guarantee from Five Star. RSVP online now. Uh, go to CerritoTrivia.com or Facebook.com slash CerritoTrivia. That's Trivia King of the Ring, first, second, third. Somebody will be crowned the first ever Trivia King of the Ring. Who will it be? 
Uh, your team, your team fell pretty far back at the last trivia night. But the uh, trivia came of the rings just said it at the rec room. It's free to play, but you got to RSVP if you want to uh, be a part of that. So I was thinking today, Dustin, since I'm not there and you're there, and and it's kind of been, it's kind of this weird transition, right? The new year of wrestling has started, right? And, uh, Where it all begins. WrestleMania again. has passed. So right? by the season two. Well, well is, it, is it a new season? Like, is it a kind of? Well, it never ends. He's right, but but after WrestleMania, you basically start all over again, leading to the next WrestleMania, and usually. Uh, we see a lot of guys debut like we have on Raw the last couple of weeks, and we usually see a lot of guys cut, but I haven't read any kind of releases in NXT, and that's a good thing. There's a lot of guys that kept their jobs so far. So Monday yeah. night, that's not a season premiere? Not necessarily. Okay. So the, th- the thing, the thing, yeah, nobody's got release us because everybody's hurt, so they need everybody. <laughs> they need all hands on deck right now. Right, right. And I'm sure there'll be some releases once they, some of these guys start coming back. Sure. And, uh, like Cesaro's already back. What do you think about new Cesaro? I love Cesaro. New Cesaro, old Cesaro, doesn't matter. He is like awesome. Like he does the straight on, he's Superman, the, the, uh, Swiss Superman. He comes out now wearing, he, he the, is the million dollar man quick. <laughs> what do you call the set of I don't know. The tearaway suit? The tearaway suit, yeah, that's it. So he, te- so the guy comes out, he's got shades on and a suit at the top of the ramp. CJ's just looking at me like, what are y'all talking about? Tears the suit off and then heads to the ring and kicks some butt. <laughs> like, like it's his warm up. Like that's his warm up suit, it, man. That's his warm up suit. He's then. at the top of the ramp, whoosh, like one fell swoop. He just tears away the suit and heads down to the ring and uppercuts everybody. So who's done that? We've seen Ted DiBiase used to do that. Uh, the Million Dollar Man. That was Had to be like the originator, part. right? Mm-hmm. But uh, he is now the number one contender, folks. right, for the Intercontinental Championship. I'm guessing so. I missed SmackDown this week. Which is weird because so, you have Zack Ryder that's chasing the title after he lost it the day after WrestleMania. So I would not want to be the number one contender for the IC belt. Once Kevin Owens lost at Mania, Zack uh, Ryder won Miz the next night. <laughs> it's not something you really want to be involved with right now. Juggling the title, the that's for sure. And I know you were excited that uh, Owens had a shot at being number one contender for the world title. Fell yeah. kind of short. Well, I mean, his time will come. His time will come. He's got a he's got a feud with that Sandy Zane right now. But okay, so anyway, so I thought we would talk about because it's been confusing with uh, a little bit on why Shane is even running Monday Night Raw right now since he did lose at WrestleMania. Yeah. But I thought it'd be a good time for us to uh, kind of hypothesize, uh, give us a, an alternate universe of what would have happened if. Dustin Five Star would have beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania and had Ooh. control of Monday Night Raw. Or what if Kay Cerrito beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania? Which apparently it's very possible, right? Because of, you know, Shane, Shane almost did. He gave him a <laughs> run. That's for sure. I'll tell he's you, not a wrestler. He's not a wrestler. I'll tell you one thing. If Dustin Starr beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania, there would be one hell of a party the next night on Monday Night Raw. That's for sure. Oh, geez. You'd never stop tweeting about it. We, I would get selfies, pictures, everything. I'd tweet that all year long. Just kind of like Paul Heyman has done after Brock you know, ended mm-hmm. the streak. He's still talking about it years later. I'm geared to the two and the twenty three and two or whatever it would be. So so Shane was basically handed Monday Night Raw. He lost the match at WrestleMania. Vince, for whatever reason, they just didn't even really explain it, said, Hey, you know what? Forget it. You're gonna run Raw tonight and then it carried over. So now two weeks in a row, Shane McMahon has has run Raw. He was which, supposed to, of course he was only, which he was only supposed to do if he beat The Undertaker. Right. And but apparently that stipulation 
No Stephanie. Really he had to have it already. No Stephanie, Stephanie McMahon. No Triple H. But he hasn't really done, like, what has Shane done to run Monday Night Raw? What have you seen that's different than what his dad or his sister were, were doing? Well, they're definitely NXT debuts. So also There's NXT debuts, but those saw, were happening anyway. Well, yeah, but the storyline could be that Shane brought him in. Yeah, but it's, it's Tripp's thing. Everybody knows Triple H loves NXT. Yeah, it's kind of like that blurred line where Lana and Rusev broke up, but then it was released online that they were really engaged and they had to scrap that entire angle. Like sometimes stuff they just it just okay, falls so, apart. So, so he's so Shane's like, oh, I finally get control of my dad's company, and I'm going to bring people up from NXT. That's all I'm going to do. That's what he decided to do. What would you do? I mean, that's a good question. What would you do if you had control of Monday Night Raw? You know, the first thing I would do if I had control of Monday Night Raw would be to, to shake up the announce team. I'd get rid of Byron Saxon and I'd bring the SmackDown crew over. Oh man, Pretty see, simple. one of my one on my list would definitely bring Jerry the King Lawler back to Monday Night Raw first and foremost. But you have to get rid of somebody. I actually like Byron Saxon, so I would say move JBL to SmackDown with MR. What? Bring think- the King back to Raw. I would put MR and the King together, two man booth, two man booth. But like old I school, I don't, I don't know what the point of Byron Saxon is. Why do you, what do you like about Byron Saxon? I don't know. I guess because I worked with him there and I know him. Um, you know, I mean, he's a great wrestler. A lot of people don't know underneath that suit, the dude's in really good shape. He was a news anchor before he was signed with WWE. So a news anchor uh, got signed with WWE. Got in great shape, became a wrestler, went into broadcasting. He has credentials. He has credentials, but he doesn't. He like I'm not a big fan of the three man booth when the third man really doesn't uh, add. I understand that. I understand that. But Byron is good. He is good. Yeah. Let's see him. Let's just see him as the main guy. Then let's see him as the lead announcer with with somebody. I'm a four. Anyway, I would do a two man booth if I ran raw. And, and bring in uh, Morrow and the King. And they should have done that. Why couldn't they have done that? That would have been fun. It would have made it seem like something different was going on, right? Like Shane could have said, I'm bringing out the SmackDown crew. And uh, people would have been really pretty stoked for the you know these couple weeks to shake it up because everybody likes that, that announce team right now. Right, right. But what would you do with Michael Cole? Where would he go? Because you know go he's going to gonna be right there. Now. He's going to go to SmackDown right now while I'm running Monday Night Raw. I personally think that Byron Saxton is going to be the future of the lead lead guy on the broadcast table one day. That's the guy they're grooming. Over, yeah, well, they're trying to. And the question is, can they be successful? Well, I uh, well, especially where they have Morrow there, because Morrow is going to be who people want. And yeah. nobody likes Byron Saxton. They just really don't. You're the only person. Even the Rock, but everybody puts him over. Even the Rock talks about Byron Saxon in his promo. Even if he acts like he doesn't remember his name. (laughs) Even if he acts like he doesn't know his name. Even Jerry the King Lawler on this show, who works with him every week, can't even remember his name. (laughs) He did. He called him out. Oh my gosh. Uh, Well, um, I tweeted. Okay, so I tweeted out, and I've got a lot of responses from um, various different people, people from podcasts, wrestling fans, young and old. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the ones that keeps coming up is they're saying no PG. Take away the PG rating. That's a good idea to come out and say, all right, Raw is no longer PG under my watch. Man, but I can't can't get behind that. I mean, it was tweeted many, many times, but – um, you can't get behind it. Yeah, because it's for the kids. I mean, yeah, it is for the kids. The toys. You gotta do like the last hour overall, not be PG, right? Right, right. So you not do that. Maybe the third hour could kid? be kind of an adult hour, I guess. Because what kid is up for? What kid's up at nine o'clock? Brady night? is not up that late. So if you're up at nine o'clock at night, yeah. watching Monday Night Raw, 
you're old enough to deal with the TV-14 rating because everything else that's on TV at that time is TV-14 or higher, right? Yeah. So the PG rating in that 9 o'clock hour, at least change that one hour. I think there are so many... Yeah, so many partnerships worldwide, and this is kind of like on the inside, not not really. A lot of wrestling fans don't look at it this way, but all the partnerships that they have all across the globe with everything from toy companies to bullying campaigns or anti-bullying campaigns and all that kind of stuff, that all fits into the PG rating. But if they could do something with that third hour, that that might be pretty cool. We might get some of the old Attitude Era stuff. And they have been a little more edgy lately anyway with some of the cuss words and stuff. Yeah, but I don't think that's like required. Like for what for years, people in Memphis. Yes, Josh Pastner was never successful, but one of the things like he has to cuss to be a good coach. I don't think you have to cuss to be a good coach. I don't no. think you have to cuss to do a good wrestling show either. So I think those are those are two separate things for sure. But uh, so what? What's on your list? We know what they want. I would change the announce team first. I would just do something that's different than than what we've been seeing. Well, you guys might kill me, but I would take away okay. an hour. Actually, I think that's a good idea. I mean, why not put that hour somewhere else? My, I don't know. I mean, shoot, you've got three hours, so you're watching from seven o'clock until ten o'clock. Yeah, Sometimes why not just 10, use 15. that extra hour? Use that extra hour. Put NXT on uh, USA or something. You could do something else with that extra hour. And you know, with, wouldn't just be with the pre-show. I mean, you're looking at four hours because they put an hour in on that pre-show, don't do they? You watch the raw preview? No, no I have. I have in the past. Yeah. I was really bored, and I just had it on while I was cooking or something. And Maria walks in. She's, you know, of course, like, oh, my gosh, you're watching it already? <laughs> like, what is this, I WrestleMania? Mean, <laughs> right. The takeaway, the takeaway of the hour thing wouldn't, be, it wouldn't get you a good pop, right? I mean, it's something we, we, we want to happen, but it's not something like, you got to imagine, like, Dustin, you finally were in control of WWE. What would you do? Take away an hour is such a lame first move, but it's one we all want, and eventually... Or maybe repurpose that hour. Maybe is what we should should say, right? Yeah, I got something different. Different got. with that hour. I got something. Let's let's oh, de- let's debut the Pentagon ring. Let's get that going. Oh my god! Oh, you want to yes. change, change the ring? Change the change the shape of the ring. Well, they did it. They did a what is it? An octagon um, in TNA. Well, every everybody has an octagon. I actually hexagon. wrestled in the octagon, or in it, I guess you, it's an you octagon, had a hexagon, right? six sided right? ring. That's hexagon. Good lord, octa is eight. Draw me some pictures. Draw, CJ. I will draw you some. As soon as I, I get wrestled in that six sided ring. In hexagon. And I guess the difference in wrestling where you have more ropes to hit is. Basically, anywhere you run, there is a rope. Right. You know, when you have just the four sides, you kind of have to know your positioning in the ring. Like, even if you're not silly, you, you in the six-sided ring, you just take off running. You'll hit the rope somewhere. Yeah. That it, probably doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. But when you're in the ring and you're trying to get those moves in and stuff and you do get knocked silly, you just take off running. You'll hit the ropes. So maybe not a pentagon then. So maybe we need more ropes in the ring. Oh, my god. Maybe goodness. we go... Decagon, ten <laughs> ten sided ring. Isn't that doesn't isn't that just more dangerous? And uh, makes when you're in one of those rings, you're just thinking about being in one of those rings, and it throws you off your game a little bit more. It does. And yeah. I mean, it looks cool if you if you would definitely want to make a splash, like to make things look different than your dad's company, then that would that right. would be great. Well, but you have it's not good for the it's not good for the boys. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's so many different styles of rings too. Um, you have the cable ropes. WWE uses the seagrass ropes. They're a little, they give them a little bit, a little bit more, but you have to adjust them very often with guys that weigh 300 pounds hitting those ropes all the time. They loosen up. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, some of them are much harder than the others. There's so many different types, but you put more ropes on there. That's, that is very dangerous. And just think about this. Like a lot of the independent wrestling, they have 16 foot rings. There's 18 foot rings. WWE uses a 20 by 20. That is huge. So even when you get in the ring the first time to run those ropes, you have to redo all of your steps and get your timing right. There's no way you can go from an 18-foot ring into a 20-foot ring and not practice beforehand because your steps are going to be all messed up. It's much bigger. All right, well let's get let's get back. Yeah, yeah, let's so get what back. would we do? What would we do? If no we ten-sided running Monday Night Raw. What would we What would we do if we beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania and got control of Monday Night Raw? Because I don't think Shane's doing that great of a job of shaking things up. Outside of bringing people from NXT, I don't think either one of us can really pinpoint something that that feels different. He's giving opportunities to people who wouldn't be getting opportunities, and maybe, but. Okay, here's another uh, one. I can't really. Well, who would you bring back? I was wondering, like, who would you like? So Shane's bringing up NXT people. Who would you bring in? Oh man, I would bring back, uh, you know, a Scott Hall, a X Pac. I'd bring <laughs> back even if they didn't get in the ring and compete, man. I would use these legends. Um, use some more legends. Yeah, absolutely. Basis. Well, you know, you know, who I would bring in back first thing. My first thing I would do when I took over after changing the announcing, bring, bring in CM Punk. I just make it happen. Oh my gosh. What? They need him right now. What do you mean? Oh my gosh. Okay, well, he has a he UFC punk. fight coming up. It probably won't happen. If he <laughs> wins that fight, it's going to be huge for his career. If he loses that fight, what's next for him? I would bring back Kurt Angle. Yeah, I think that'd be a good thing. It's been rumored. I guess Which Vince one? thinks it's yeah. a little too risky or something. I don't know the ins and outs of that, but man, Kurt Angle back in a WWE ring would be great. Which which is more realistic, Kurt Angle or CM Punk? That ever happened? You would think. I, I think, think they're Kurt both. Angle, they both. WrestleMania. I think they both have a chance. Yeah. Both have a chance of coming back, but more recent, I think, would probably be Kurt Angle because I think it would be yeah, easy sooner, to bring yeah. him in sooner. But then in the next couple of years, I totally see CM Punk coming back. I'm not a big believer in, you know, those grudges lasting that long. Right, but Kurt, because he's got limited time left, would probably happen first. And he's still in great condition. But didn't looks it didn't awesome. happen this year? It no? didn't happen. They needed him. They needed him this year. And um, but they were so, also in Texas. So where are they next year? I think they've already announced it. Orlando. Yeah. But I next mean, year, next year, you know the the big name next year has got to be Daniel Bryan at the Hall of Fame. Being in Florida so, too, I'd like to see Macho Man. No, wait, he already went come in, didn't he? Life. Yeah, you watched him come He's already in. in. Look, I just had him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah, he's already in. He came in. All right, there's another quietly. one. Here's another one. Tell me how you like this Owen's one. Owen's not in there. But okay. Well, Owen definitely needs to be in there. He should have been in there years ago. But what if they merged? Somebody, uh, Derek, from Oversell Podcast, which you joined recently, uh, he says merge the oh, yeah. Intercontinental title and the U.S. title to create a television championship. I don't know that that would make very much difference, though. Would you? I wouldn't. Well, the Intercontinental has too much WWE history. I wouldn't be surprised if the U.S. title goes away or something happens to it eventually. But it's, um, just that, I, the, it's very shocking how they're not able to figure out what to do with those belts because they were like one right. year ago they had yeah. one year ago there was rest, the WrestleMania moment of like Cena was the U.S. champ, Daniel Bryan was the Intercontinental champion, like two of the deep, two yep. big names, the two biggest names in the company had those belts. And that's one and of the now, reasons I wanted to bring that up is because last year, I mean, John Cena versus Ruf, Rusev in a premier match for the U.S. title, mm-hmm. and then Del Rio came back and knocked John Cena off with his big return, and then and then we get Kalisto. <laughs> right. I do, one year later, like you had Daniel Bryan, IC <laughs> champ last year, John Cena, U.S. champ, and then a year later, Kalisto's the U.S. champ, 
and uh, Zach Ryder walks away with the IC title. I mean, I mean, that's a huge step down. That's a ginormous step down. It is. It is. Uh, but but they couldn't keep it on track. What would you, so? Would you, if you had control of Monday Night Raw, would you open up with an authority interview segment in the middle of the ring, like with you coming out to tell people what's going to happen? Because even Shane does that, which I think is boring. I think for years and years, you get the first twenty minutes or so of promo um, opening Monday Night Raw to tell everybody what's going to happen. Why not open the show with like an AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho or something? I know, and I'm just using that as an example. Why not start hot off match, yeah. hot, have an awesome match to lead up, and then you could plug your stuff and let the people know what's going to happen, but you've got action. So one of the tweets that came in, too, was less talk and, and more actual wrestling, and that's why they like SmackDown and NXT a little bit better. I mean, I just came up with that. I mean, definitely if I took over, I would eliminate the commercial breaks in the middle of the matches. Just go straight. Straight through. Straight through the match. But now you're messing with person. revenue, Kevin. No, no, I think people turn away if it's in the middle of a match. I think you end in the match. You do, you're not going to eliminate commercials. You're just going to have to pace it better, have shorter promos or whatever when you come back from commercial. You could do a long match at the beginning, last 25 minutes, go to commercial, come back, have a very short promo, do a commercial, come back, uh, do something else short, do a commercial, come back. You could do that, and it still works, and you tease it right. Look at the Attitude Era stuff. They never went to commercial, and then... Was the highest ratings they ever had, and the highest revenue that they ever had. Yeah, so, and I, I don't I think know it's if possible. it's I don't know if it's as obvious for everybody else watching, but I mean, it's totally obvious that you could tell when they're going to take commercial breaks during the matches. I mean, you have oh, yeah. a big spot that spills out into the floor. Oh my gosh, he's on top! Somebody, we'll be yeah. right back. You know, you always know when they're going to take a commercial break because they do the same spots over and over again. And when somebody, yeah, when somebody's outside the ring, right? Or, or a, a, that's a big yeah. cue. To, Yep. Start getting ready to go to the bathroom. In fact, so, as, as an authority figure, I would also tell Roman Reigns he can't wear a bulletproof vest in the ring anymore, but that's unfair advantage. Well, D'Lo Brown did it for years. CJ's no, bobbing his head. for him. He wasn't... <laughs> well, he did the frog splash off the top rope. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, that's using a foreign object. Illegal. Oh, I'm just saying, like, he never never went anywhere. He wasn't able to uh, to use that to his advantage. He, like, won the European Championship. <laughs> So do you think the uh, fans would cheer Roman Reigns more if he took his shirt off during his matches? Is that what you're I'm saying? Saying take his, dude, I'm not saying take his <laughs> shirt off. I'm saying he does not need to wear a bulletproof vest in the middle of the ring. You know, the dude is pretty he, jacked. He will gain credibility. He'll gain credibility if he does it. So, the dude is pretty jacked. Yeah, I mean, I if, he, if he did wrestle shirtless, I mean, I don't know why he covers himself up. I mean, the dude is in shape. Roman Reigns, he's, he's doing walking with the shield gimmick. And there's another thing. So the shield once all the members are back what are the chances that we finally get that triple threat match for the world heavyweight championship i think it's next year's wrestlemania i think it's always uh, next year's wrestlemania until it happens so it's next year's wrestlemania but if one of them's hurt it'll be the next year's wrestlemania so it's mm -hmm. always going to be next year's wrestlemania but uh all right hold on i just got out of my uber so um <laughs> did I'm you have, i'm about to have a brunch what did you use the code I was uber ubering the whole, yeah i was ubering the whole time did, did you tell uh the Uber Cerritos is the code you need to use. You type it in your phone. If you've never used Uber before, it's really awesome. Been using, I actually toured the Uber headquarters last night. Um, really? But Uber, yeah, their HQ, which is located right next to the Twitter headquarters. Uh, but anyway. He's dropping names. CJ's Uber, laughing. Uber is an awesome app. You should download Uber. I have it. To your telephone. I love it. And I know you've used Uber Cerrito before, the code, right? Mm -hmm, you get a free right. ride. It's a $20 ride for free. Which you can pretty much travel anywhere in Memphis for a twenty dollar Uber ride. Cheap plug too. We took uh, a 
taxi because Uber was unavailable. We took a taxi from our airport to the hotel. It cost sixty dollars on the Holy way back. Mother. On the way back, we took Uber, fifteen bucks. Huge exactly. difference. It's so much cheaper. The prices and the cars are all like they clean and nice and updated. And uh, anyway, anyway, so U B E R C E R R I T O. U-B-E-R-C-E-R-I-T-O. Type that promo code in, $20 off the first ride. You've never ridden with Uber before. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I've got to go. But hey, remind people that they can they should subscribe to the podcast on com. Yes, also, there's a, a couple of big, you want me to make the big announcement, Kevin? We have a couple of yeah, uh, guests coming it. up. Oh, yeah. Okay, so March 23rd, I'm working on two separate guests. One's already confirmed, Dave Milliken, who lives in Brighton, Tennessee, right down the road. He creates all the championships for UFC, WWE. He created the new women's championship for WWE. He's going to join the program on March 23rd. And then on May 7th, the same night that we'll be at Ala Capri Casino, we've got a WWE Hall of Famer. May 7th at noon, we've got Scott Hall from the NWO that's going to join us right awesome. here on Cerrito Live. Awesome. So the, the guy who makes all of the belts. Yes. On April 23rd. I think you said March, but April 23rd. So that's in March 20, or April 23rd. I'm sorry. What is today's date? Jeez, what is April sixteenth. Sixteenth. <laughs> yes. So 16th. next week. So next, next week. week is when he'll be on the show. Now All also right, cool. keep we have up. a super size show next week, so there will be a little bit extra wrestling on at the end. Yeah. It might even be a three hour show. There's so much going on. I was gonna say keep up with us on Twitter at Dustin Star and at Cerrito because we're gonna be announcing. Hopefully we will land another big interview for next week. But Dave Milligan, man, he's one of the guys that I met when I first got in the business and this dude makes all the great championships. He made the unified championship that Jerry Lawler held for mm-hmm. all those years, so we can ask him. But the all most about recent that. one is that new women's belt. Oh yeah. It gets so much press, more press than any new title I can ever remember, right? Right. Uh, and again, you would say maybe the unified title, but as a Memphian, you remember that moment happening. Sure. But, uh, no, that's awesome. See, this proves that we should be running raw because we run a pretty good wrestling segment each and every week here in the main event of the show. It's only going to get we, better. We bring in the stars. We bring in the stars. And Scott Hall, he confirmed with me today. Of course, I can't have any hard feelings towards him for hey, what yeah. him and X-Pac he did beat- to me. He beat you up in the yeah in the back of FedEx Forum. Well, at least he didn't spray paint me. He spray painted the wall. That means he likes me, right? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, Scott Hall, WWE Hall of Famer from the no, NWO, no. the original. Two so that's two weeks. So next member. week we've got the guy, the guy who makes all the belts, including the new women's title. So that's really cool. All right, uh, I get I gotta head out of here. CJ, hey, thanks for thanks for uh, holding down the fort. No problem. And trivia, hang in there. Uh, at the at the radio station. Dustin, I'll see you in studio next week. I'll, I'll be back. Be All right. Thanks, guys. All right. That was Kevin Cerrito joining us. Thanks, Kevin. I did a great job in my <laughs> today, too. <laughs> Were you here today, Drew? Oh, I was. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Where have you been? Thanks for noticing. Goodness gracious. Kevin shows Drew no love at all. And don't forget tonight, 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 tonight at the community center in Amory, Mississippi, the power couple are going to be there live. CJ, you should come out to this show because we are going to lay it down tonight. I got work. Work. I'm up here. I got, you know, we got Mississippi baseball going on up here at the station. I'll give you a little secret. If Matt Hardy is going to be in town on April 30th, you know the power couple has something up their sleeve tonight.
Don't yeah. miss it. Oh, got to go. Okay, I'm going to try and find call somebody in. to cover for me. <laughs> uh, call, yeah, I'm going to call in sick. <laughs> Drew's over there like, no. We got to go, people. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Dustin, for joining me. I want to also thank Kevin Cerrito for joining his own show. Thanks, Marcus Hunter. Thanks, Kevin Light. Thank you, Drew. Thank everybody for listening right here on Sports 56, 87.7 FM. Have a good weekend.